Welcome to the Business of Property podcast. I'm Stuart. And I'm Simon. And we're both property people running our own businesses. And this podcast is just us chatting as we do every week about anything and everything property. Now, it's been a couple of weeks since the budget was released. We thought we'd just talk about the impacts that that's had on our thinking, uh, the impacts it's had on our real life. And you were just talking, Simon, that it, it may well have influenced your thinking because you were thinking outside of of, of purchasing within the, the extended time frame. But your thinking might have changed a little bit on that. Yeah, I with the stamp duty deadline being the end of March and me not being ready to, to start actively really purchasing until the beginning of, of the year, I just dismissed the possibility of being able to buy anything within that that deadline and now with us having an extra few months and and an extra month of march as well as with the sort of warning it's made me think maybe just just maybe i could could get a purchase in under the stamp duty line <laughs> <laughs> i suspect any solicitors listening will be thinking no don't don't do that <laughs> it's still too still uh, too close but yeah, I don't know whether I will. I'm, I'm not sure whether I will find something suitable in in the next few weeks, which is what it would have to be. Well, next couple of weeks, really, to, to stand much chance of completing in time. But yeah, it's it's opened up that possibility, which I didn't think was there. So now it's it's got me got me wondering. But it's got a very much more definite impact for you, hasn't it, Stuart? So how's it how's it affected your uh, your outlook? Well, as a, as a quick refresher, we are, we, as in my business and also my wife and I are selling, in the process of selling four properties, we're also in the process of buying a property. So it very definitely does. From a selling perspective, I think it helps a lot. I was speaking with our solicitor only the other day and uh, <laughs> He was telling me how ridiculously busy he was, which at which point I got a bit embarrassed because he, he's dealing with all five of our of our uh, conveyancing processes. But I, I, I'm not too embarrassed for giving him money. But uh, I, I believe we're we're probably a large component of of his busyness. But the first thought I had was it helps with the sales because there's a lot less pressure on the the March the 31st deadline. And uh, there's a story to tell about the studio flat on that one. But I, I think it just relieves a bit of the pressure from the from our buyer's perspective, which makes me feel a bit more comfortable about the about the process and hopefully the, the reducing the, the likelihood of those sales falling through because people get worried they can't make those savings. But the most interesting thing that happened to me on on budget day, that budget day was so we are buying a new build house. And we had to exchange on that last December. And they always said to us that the the build completion wouldn't happen until it was definitely not going to be April, could be, it might be the end of April, but you know, plan for April to June. And my feeling was that they were always just making sure that there was absolutely no ambiguity in our minds that we could ever make this stamp duty holiday. And, you know, so they pushed that through and we accepted it as we had to do. But of course, as you and I spoke about it and there were some rumours, we both started to look at each other and say, well, maybe, just maybe, we might make this extension. And of course, I had to 
really uh, yeah, calm my wife because I just said, look, you know, these things, you know, and they're never given until until it's black and white and, it, and it's there. So let's, you know, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's just keep planning the finances. Anyway, to cut a long story quite short about the lead up to the budget, on on the day of the budget, we received a letter from the property developer, Charles Church, that said, just so you're aware, the build completion date could be anywhere between June and August. So originally they'd said it was April to June, and now it's been pushed to June to August. And I don't think it's coincidence that that letter dropped through the door on the same day that it was announced that the extension would be to the end of June. <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> so I, my hope is, and we, we still need to sit down with the developers. So th- this is a letter that comes from head office. And my, my firm belief is that all they're doing is quashing people's expectations. And I think... I like to hope for the right reasons they're trying to manage expectations and maybe alleviate some of the pressure on their their employees and staff and lots of people like you know if they're, if they're selling hundreds of properties at a time I would imagine you know everyone and his wife quite literally because that's me <laughs> would be on the phone right we need to make sure that this sale goes through by June the 30th and I think they're just get, trying to get ahead of the curve that is my glass half full thought uh, my glass half empty thought is they are sort of sandbagging and, and there's a reason for it. But I can't quite get my head around what benefit they would have by not making the stamp duty holiday. Although there is a so at the start of the process, they give you a well, we negotiated a, a £10,000 contribution, which you can either put towards extras in the house because Charles Church is a, is a builder that pretty much you're paying for the, the basics of the property, the things that you, the bare minimum, let's say, and then everything else on top of that is an extra that you, that you might expect. Or they put that £10,000 towards stamp duty. So we decided to take the cold, hard cash and reduce the, because we, we thought with what well, we can control the extras, it's something that's in our gift to control, whereas stamp duty, not so much. So it, my own thought is, is there any benefit to them to 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 sit outside the statute holiday? But I can't I can't quite get my head around why why they would do that. So so that was my budget day. Oh, sounds traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're we're living under stay at home orders still at the moment. But have you taken a, a trip down to the the build site? Do you know how far through the the estate they are? Have they have they put foundations for your house yet and, and things like that? Yeah, so it's it's quite near us, and I do go to a co-working space uh, once or twice a week. And actually, I ran to it from my house, so I go out running. That's I believe that's allowed. So I believe so. Yep, it's uh, it's four point four miles from my house. I can tell you, my current house, <laughs> and the foundations are in. In fact, the four the first floor panels are in. So they sent us an email saying the first floor panels are in. Didn't explain to me what that actually meant, but. I ran to the house and, and had a look at it, and it's it's looking good. I mean, it's in good shape. I think once the foundations are, out, are in and the structure is pretty much up, I think that a lot of the speed happens once the roof's up and, and obviously once it's uh, once it's secure, secured from the rain, which is not at the moment. So my my thinking is that they are just really just trying to push anyone that, that could be on the cusp to not even consider it. And my hope 
and I hope it's not a misplaced one, is that we should sit well within that because we were originally talking about April as a build complete. So unless something goes wrong or unless they try and manipulate that and extend it, then I, then I don't see why it shouldn't be done by June. But as as always in these situations, we've we've already just started to, to contingency plan, and you know if, if it goes past, I guess we'd already planned for it, but we'll, we'll do what we can to make it happen. Yeah, it's I I, I remember remembering back to when I well, my wife and I purchased our current house, which was also a new build, and we would pop around sort of every every couple of weeks at that point because we bought it quite a long way in advance and when we when we actually bought it they hadn't even got to this part of the estate sort of thing that they they were building out so so there there was there, there were no roads to it you couldn't get to it at all but then gradually they obviously built further out and you get roads and once there were roads that you could get to we could drive up sort of fairly close and it was really interesting watching as they put down the foundations and then put in the, the the brickwork around the outside and the you could actually see how the house is separated from the the one next door and and things like that and how where they're putting in the pipe work and and things so I, I thought it was really quite good being able to see it actually being constructed because you don't you don't normally get to know what's sort of inside a, a house when you when you purchase it but of course having bought it before it was built and then being able to watch it being built is is really quite fascinating but once they'd put in those foundations they did seem to just sit on them for ages it was so frustrating you'd come back every couple of weeks and it was just concrete ground floor sort of thing with a couple of bricks around the outside and they just left it like that for ages and then they gradually built up the the next sort of few layers or floors or what have you and it wasn't really, as you say, until they they seemed to gradually put on the 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 roof that it it then sort of moved a lot faster. And it was, it, I mean, they they had a, a build date that they were working to. And I suppose, as is human nature, they're sort of leaving it to the last minute and uh, had to sort of accelerate everything towards the end of that build date. And in actual fact, there's a a story around around that where our, our completion day was a little more story worthy than I would have liked. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I think your, your builder perhaps is taking a, a better approach with not setting a, uh, a completion date too far, too far out. Well, well, more than that, they, they, they put it in writing from day one in the, in the T's and C's that it, 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 it couldn't be plus minus six months, but it could be, they could give you a date. But even after that date, they have a six-month period whereby it, it, it could be extended by. So they, it's kind of a, a cover-all, really, isn't it? But um, I don't think I can let this conversation carry on without hearing about this completion day drama, because I can, I can imagine people listening thinking, well, come on, Simon, tell us what was the drama. Oh, dear. OK. Um, we, we've still got 10 minutes left. Hopefully it won't take quite that long. So I'll try and set set the scene a little bit we're we're purchasing a new build we bought it many months in advance of it actually being built i can't remember exactly how long it was and we'd had a few dramas along the way but we were as part of this purchase we were part exchanging my wife's 
previous house with the, the builder. So we're, we're putting cash in, we're part exchanging, and then of course, mortgage as well. So there were lots of moving parts. And as we were approaching completion, a few weeks before, we had some drama around the mortgage because we'd we'd secured the mortgage months in advance, obviously, in time for, for exchange. And the mortgage had specifically been arranged with a long validity to, to the offer so that it allowed for the, the build and prior to the completion. However, during this time, the uh, the housing market collapsed. This was around 2007, 2008. And between us exchanging and us completing, the housing market collapsed. Our house was no longer actually worth what we were buying it for. And our mortgage company, despite having given us this long period of, of mortgage offer validity, wrote to us and said, very sorry, but you can't have the mortgage anymore. Uh, so, so we had issues <laughs> along the way and we we did manage to talk to the mortgage company and there were lots of quite frantic phone calls this, this was only a couple of weeks maybe maybe only one week it, it was really really close to completion that they told us this so we didn't really have time to arrange another mortgage company and we we just had to keep going back to them and saying please please <laughs> we're, we're, we can afford it we're <laughs> There isn't a problem. We know we're paying for more more than it's potentially worth, but let's just do it anyway. <laughs> and and thankfully they did in the end. Let's carry on. So we thought, right, great, sorted. We can now concentrate on getting everything set up for the move. We booked booked a van. I, I don't quite know why we thought this was a good idea. Having both moved house numerous times before, we. We somehow still thought it was a good idea to move ourselves. We, we don't anymore. <laughs> we, we booked a van. We'd arranged with some friends to to take some time off and help us help us move. And obviously, we were taking time off work at the time to to move as well. So we were all set with with van, friends, etc. In the morning, we loaded up the van, got everything ready, and then we were just waiting for the call from the solicitors to say completion had happened and we could we could go and collect the keys from the show house which was, was still on site because they were still selling other parts of the, the development and this call didn't come so we were then phoning our solicitor saying oh, what's going on and this was now getting into the afternoon and and they were saying we don't know the uh, the builder's solicitor just isn't replying isn't saying anything and it wasn't until late afternoon really quite late so four-ish half four or something like that that we eventually got told that we had completed and we we could move in so we went off and got the keys and and moved moved late into the into the evening and it turned out that they were still building the house that day <laughs> and in fact they carried on building the house for several weeks after we moved in <laughs> The thing that was actually stopping the completion was that they hadn't had sign-off on the gas safety, the actual gas connection. Without that certificate, they weren't allowed to actually sell us the house. But by no means was that the only problem. They hadn't finished painting. There were many other snags that, that really, really should have been caught and handled by them way before they 
gave us any any access to the property. So having moved all of our furniture and belongings or whatever in, we then had to spend the next few weeks moving them around within the house so that the builders could provide painters to come in and, and finish painting and other trays to come in and, and finish fixing things that they just clearly hadn't finished. And the most frustrating part of it all was afterwards talking to the staff of the, the builders. It transpired that they didn't really know why anyone was sticking so much to this completion date because it was a, a part exchange. They they weren't going to be doing anything immediately with the, the house that we were moving out of. They they didn't need it. There was no nobody else in a chain to move in. And it transpired that quite often they let people move over several days or a week and they could have let us stay there even after completing or they could have postponed completion and we could have just stayed there and, and moved much more flexibly. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a very, very stressful day. And the most frustrating bit is that it turned out that if the right people had just been there and available to talk to, it could have all been so much simpler and planned better in advance and just a far nicer experience. But unfortunately, it wasn't. Yeah, it's, it's so frustrating. Yeah. Which builder was it? Because we, we, we bought with um, Builder Billway on that same development. <laughs> I, I was being fairly careful to avoid mentioning the builder's name throughout that story. But yes, it was Bellway. <laughs> how, how was your experience buying from them then? <laughs> well, I was just going to say, so, did you, so if you bought in 2008, we bought at the back end, yeah, back end of 2009, because we bought uh, two months before my twins were born. And I have to say, it was, it was, they must have learned a lot of lessons because it was fine. It was absolutely fine. Yeah, we were, my, my wife's house that we were moving out of was also a new build when she bought it. And it was built by Taylor Wimpy. I think they were just half of that name at the time, but Taylor Wimpy now. And they also had houses available on, on the estate that we were, were moving to as well. But we'd specifically decided to avoid them as a builder due to the experience my wife had had with them <laughs> with her house so we had we had high hopes from Bellway we'd actually done some some research into the builders that were were building new homes in the area and come to the conclusion that Bellway were were probably probably okay to deal with <laughs> so yes so much for that research but but I'm glad it worked out for you by buying from them <laughs> and they they've worked things out by then <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, they were, they were pretty good, and it was. It was quite smooth. I think. Uh, yeah, there's a few, uh, few things, a few bits of snagging, but nothing we wouldn't have expected. Certainly nothing to the dramatic events that uh, unfolded for you. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was months before they'd finished getting through the the snagging list, and they included things like corrections to the way the the gas boiler was fitted, and cables that hadn't had sockets put on them uh, that needed to be put on and obviously the, the painting throughout hadn't hadn't been done well it, it had been done as in a first pretty poor rushed coat had been put on <laughs> but but yeah it clearly hadn't been finished yeah that it, it had just been rushed at the end i think 
better. But it's it's mostly okay now. Only a few bits are falling apart these days. <laughs> and and it's it's quite an old house. Well, I say obviously it's not that old now, but it's um it's had a few years, so it's not too surprising that that a few things have needed some maintenance. Yeah, well, we've sailed far from stamp duty extensions, but I think I think we preempt all of this by saying this is just us chatting. So uh, hopefully, no one could be disappointed. We we are what we say on the tin, <laughs> indeed. But I think pulling it back to to your stamp duty experience or upcoming stamp duty experience, do do you know? how much warning you're going to be given for a completion date? Seven days. Really? That's it? Just seven days? Which, uh, obviously, we think is crazy. And it's one of these situations where I kind of like... I mean, we talked about it with the people in the office and just said, like, you know, how could we do that? You know, we, we currently rent. So that's difficult. But my argument was, well, if we owned a property and we were selling a property and we were in a chain, how could seven days be enough? And unfortunately, it was a bit of a computer says no moment where it's kind of, you know, this is where I think some companies, including particularly property companies, are, are very much process driven and not customer driven. But they just said, look, this is this is how it is. But I, I think although that's the official line, as we've already talked about, two things. Firstly, you know, we'll be visiting the property. We'll have a good idea of where we think it is and the the other element actually that we did mention was that there's there seems to be another little get out for them which is they say well even once the property's finished until they've done their walk around and then have, have walked you around the property and i forget the actual terminology for it but it's essentially introducing you to the property and taking you through all of the elements how many there is i don't know but they say until then they can't arrange completion so i think i think there's going to be a few things that where it will signpost that we're almost there and i'd like to think that they will give us a call a few weeks in advance to say look it's looking likely but who knows indeed but i i think it sounds like they're doing it probably the right way around as in they're actually planning to finish building the house <laughs> and then the seven days is then to try and keep the period of time between them having finished the house and having it sat there and the point at which they get money for it when it's completed as short as possible. Uh, I think that's, that, I mean, yeah, it's it's a very short period of time. And yeah, as you say, hopefully they'll give you some some warning signs in advance of that. But, but yeah, I, I imagine that's doing it the right way, really, rather than setting up a date a month in advance and then scrambling to to not really quite meet it and the, the final point for me and that's the only thing with my optimistic head on is that ultimately most actions boil down to money so as regards the stamp duty extension where, whether or not there is there are other things at play my view is that as a house building company you're not doing well unless you're taking the money for the properties you're building so my hope is that there is nothing for there's no benefit for them to to extend the the time of the build because ultimately you know surely the the whole the whole idea is is cash in the bank isn't it profits so that's the one that keeps me going i'm going to stick to it yeah they they don't get paid until they complete so they they are going to be wanting to complete <laughs> at some point and and probably sooner rather than later let's hope so yes. anyway yeah right 
we probably had some other things lined up for this episode, but we've probably run out of time as well. So shall we shall we finish this one up and and push those other things into next week? Yeah, definitely. And I think if anyone else has some experiences of the stamp duty extension, please drop us a note. Be interested to hear your experiences and we can talk about them and uh, share those with the wider community. Because I think there's surely lots of uh, different things that are going to come out of this. And uh, also, obviously, with the following the uh, the June 30th completion, there'll be then the the ratcheting down of the first 250,000. So it'll be interesting to see what, if any, impacts that has on people's decisions and, and how that impacts the market. So please do reach out to us. As always, everything on the businessofproperty.com. Our email address will be there. So as we say, drop us a note. And if you're getting value from this and enjoying what we do, please do share it with other people. And at the very least, leave us a rating and review. And we'll see you on the next episode.